Hello and welcome to the Harmony Inspired Health Podcast, where we will be discussing all things health, wellness, Ayurveda, and topics that will enhance your personal development. My name is Harmony and I am your podcast host. I am a clinical Ayurveda and integrative health practitioner and registered nurse who specializes in women's hormonal and gut health. I am also a yoga teacher, Pilates instructor, business owner, and a mama of twin boys. My mission is to bridge the gap between modern medicine and emerging science with natural therapies and the ancient wisdom of Ayurveda and Eastern medicine. I will be speaking with leaders in the industry and starting those conversations that will bring each modality together so we can truly offer a holistic health and wellness platform that educates and inspires you to live a more simple, healthy, and balanced life. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that each episode downloads to your podcast library. Then listen up and be inspired to create perfect health, healing, and harmony within your mind and body and live your most inspired life. You, my listener, are much appreciated. From my soul to yours, namaste. I would love to stay connected with you beyond me speaking into your ear holes every time you tune into this podcast. Join our tribe and subscribe to the Ayurveda Soul Sisters Tribe Facebook group so we can carry these conversations on in there. You can say hello on Facebook at Harmony Inspired Health or Instagram at Harmony Inspired Ayurveda or hang out on my website and see all the latest events, blogs or book in for an Ayurveda and integrative health consultation or body therapy. And don't forget to grab your free ebook whilst you're there. My website is www.harmonyinspiredhealth.com.au. Welcome, Vanessa. Thank you. That was really nice. Oh, I'm so happy to have you. Like I said, I've when we connected, I've been following you on social media and watching all the amazing things you've been doing and just bringing to life that real women empowerment, bringing everyone together. And today she's walked in studio with the <laughs> Girls Compete Women Empower shirt. And yes. I just love that. <laughs> One of your mottos. Yeah, absolutely. We've got to, got to help each other. I think um, something I always say is that um, empowering another woman to be successful doesn't take away your own success. Absolutely. Like it, you know, empower other people, help yes. other people achieve what they want to achieve. It doesn't make you any less. No, so. you're exactly right. That's what I always say. Collaboration's the key. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So I thought just to start, I always start with some rapid fire questions. <laughs> <laughs> so just so our audience can get you to, to know you on a different level. Okay. Personal. But um, in, first one is yep. inspire us with your superpower. Okay, birthing humans. Birthing humans, yes. yes. How many humans have you birthed? I have birthed three humans. Three humans, um, yes. Yeah, and it, uh, for me it's just been the most magical yeah. time of my life ever. I think it's 
amazing what our bodies can do and um, yes. not just birthing them but then breastfeeding them as well and like, raising yeah. them yep yep what yep. do you have do you uh, have three girls three girls all wow. girls busy yep. busy what yeah. ages so um shaylee will be 21 um wow. in a few weeks kaya yeah. just turned 18 yeah and kalani is about to turn seven Ah, so a bit beautiful. of an age gap. Yeah, all yeah. different ages you're going through. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I've got seven-year-old twin boys. So oh, I wow. get the seven-year-olds, but not the other side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's to come. Yes. You'll enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, our second one, what is your favourite quote or mantra? Okay. Um, I'm a big one on nothing changes if nothing changes. So yes. people are expecting change without having to do anything or yes. wanting everything to just be handed to them but not wanting to put in any effort. So to make change, things have to change. <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> um, who or what is inspiring you at the moment? Um, my daughters and my husband are actually inspiring me at the moment. My, um, my husband has come out um, saying that he's been depressed for about 25 years oh wow yeah and it's yeah. just come out and it was actually um from reading one of my blogs really um, I didn't even know he read them wow oh you've given me goosebumps uh, so you've inspired him I, well I always That's say cool. I just want to inspire one person because I think it, it's a, a trickle down effect if you can help one person that one person might help one yeah. person so you, you know wow. I didn't ever believe that that one person would be your husband someone in my household oh you're giving me goosebumps that's it. beautiful that's he, really amazing he read it and he recognized himself in it really yeah and wow. reached out and said now he's getting help so he's super inspirational wow. to me and um my daughters as well um inspire me to want to do better and yes. be better because they're watching always. oh I love that I yeah. love it oh that's so nice um and the last one what does an inspired life look and or feel like to you um for me it is surrounding myself with inspiring inspirational people making sure that the the things that I'm doing looking at being around um are inspiring to me and make me want to be better and do better yeah, yeah, beautiful. For other people. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Not nervous about the tough. rapid yeah. fire questions anymore. <laughs> that bit's done. Done. <laughs> right. So we will go and just um. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself, your mm -hmm. story, and why you decided to share it? Um. So going back to my childhood, I had two beautiful parents um, and a brother. That was um, a house household, an older brother. Um. Uh, I had. A, a nice upbringing. Um, I had great parents, um, but unfortunately, a family member um, was uh, abusing me as a child, um, and um, it was a very. It was my grandfather. Oh, so wow. yeah, so okay. a very close family member, and um, that one hundred percent changed me for yes, forever. I can imagine. Um, so I told my parents about that when I was yeah. eight. As as long as my memory. Um, could remember it had been going on my entire childhood oh my God. um so that that changed everything that changed who I was I was a different person from them my mum always said I I was like I became an adult at eight yeah right um yeah yes. I grew up very very quickly imagine, yeah. um but you know they tried to carry on a normal life for me they got me yeah. therapy straight away which was yeah. really important um I was a dancer um an actress um 
uh, a model. Um, yeah. yeah, so I did lots of Target catalogs yeah, and wow. I did a Barbie commercial and, yeah, that's all I ever wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but was given every opportunity by my yes. parents to live yeah. um, a happy, healthy life. Um, unfortunately for me, some damage had been done from of that course. abuse mentally. Yeah. And whilst they, they did get me some help when I was younger, um, I... Yeah, I was quite self-destructive as a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Um, I valued myself off the opinion of men. Okay, um, I guess yeah. being introduced to yourself as a sexual being so young, yes, you value yourself as a sexual. Wow. Yeah. So I, I, I now have the awareness of why I made the decisions I made during my life. Yeah. Now, but I didn't have it then. Yeah. Because we're not mentally ready then. Um, so. Yeah, I was running away from home a lot. I met a boy um, at 14 who um, was quite abusive. Um, it happened very slowly, but um, I guess I was that perfect target. I already yeah. didn't value myself as anything but something for men, a plaything for men. So, um, yeah, I began that relationship at 14. I stopped dancing, um, just got immersed in that relationship with him, and unfortunately that became abusive. Um, and during that time I was also, um, raped by, by, oh by him and God. by, um, two other people at a, a party. Yeah. Locked into wow. a bathroom. Um, oh, and I'm then, so no, sorry. That's like, a, look, I'm, if, o- I'm okay with it now. I have, yeah, yeah, it's, it's why I'm doing what I'm doing now, yes. you know? Um, then, um, I, I had this fear that I wasn't going to live to 16 because I was still in this abusive relationship and it was very dangerous. And I honestly believed I wasn't going to live to my 16. I, I couldn't see, you 16. know how you can have a five-year plan? I couldn't. Yeah. I wow. said, oh, but I'm not going to live. I'm not going to live beyond yes. this. So I can't, I'm not going to celebrate my 16th birthday. So I actually ran away. Yeah, um, that must have taken a lot of courage as well. Well, yeah. I, 16 is such it's a vulnerable hard. age. Yeah, well, I wasn't a uh, bit of a bit of a backstory that um, I have left out of my blog. There's a bit of a gap in a recent blog I did, um, and that's because when I ran away with this abusive boyfriend, um, my parents called Human Services okay. and tried to get me home. Yeah. But Human Services took me. They took you? They took me instead. So um, I got put in a hostel with a group of women, uh, girls, um, who had all been abused, who were were all abusing drugs. It was a a horrible atmosphere to be in. And I had been raised well. Do you know why they didn't take you home, back to your parents' house? Um, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go home. Um, I I still don't know why. I, I just believed that I was supposed to be with this man and that they were going to stop me from seeing him yeah. and, you know, that I'd been brainwashed by that yeah, stage. Yeah, I was going to say you felt probably a bit brainwashed. Yeah. And, yeah. So my, my parents thought that I'd be safer that way, yeah. um, but unfortunately the system's not fantastic and yeah. um, he was allowed to come to the house, he was allowed to see him, yeah. Really? Yeah. And, and can I, sorry, um, can I just ask how old was he? Was uh, he was age? a year to a year and a half older than me. Yeah. Yeah. So at this stage, she would have been like 17, 18. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, and, um, yeah, so I was living in um, this group home when I ran away. And um, the punishment for that is that you get locked up. So oh. before absconding. So I ran away because I was scared that I was going to be killed by my abusive boyfriend who they were allowing me to see. Um, and then I was too scared to come home because I was going right. to get locked up. Yeah, right. Um, so my, I actually rang my mum from a payphone and she said to me, 
you have to come home. You have to take this punishment. We love you. We trust you. We believe in you that you've got the bravery to do this. Mm. Be strong. My do gosh. your do this, you know, yeah. take the punishment and then let's start again. Um, so I said, okay, mum, I'm going to do it. I'm going to face it and I'm going to come home. And she said, it's the proudest she's ever been of me. And I did. I came home and straight away I got taken away and I got taken to, it's just a house. Like it's a, it's not like a youth detention centre or anything, but yeah. it's called, yeah, lock up, I guess. Um, bars on the windows and things. And oh, wow. You have to be searched before you go in and they um they treat everyone before they come in for, for head lice and all this sort of stuff because you've got people coming in off the streets and you know I was raised going, by yeah, but, yeah. I was gonna say going from like your background yeah, and family and dancing parents, yeah. and acting and then being well, when, treated like a criminal because you're yes, trying to protect yourself yes, 100% well the first the first crazy. night in the group home um I said oh can I help with the dinner um yeah. oh no 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 you girls don't cook said oh well let me help with the dishes and they said they just laughed at me and said you don't have to help around here and I was like that's not I'd been raised that way so I was like "Mm." so it didn't take me long to not do anything around there you know yeah yeah. um but it just goes to show how I was raised you know um um and I walked in there and um all the girls were threatening to beat me up um I was petrified and I was just like here I am it's almost like you know you watch Orange is the New Black and yes you know and I understand now these girls had been through the most awful things and it's self-preservation yeah they're so used to people hurting them that they stand up and they're like yeah we're gonna I'm just like my mind is just so boggled if that's what you say but I'm just like how you have got from that where you must have had so little trust in people like family boyfriends I didn't trust anybody. anyone that you would just have like no trust to be no. this human, beautiful, amazing, empowering woman sitting in front of me. Like I'm just like in awe of you. And when I reached out to you originally, I had no idea that any of this happened to be honest. I know I didn't, I, that just came out then. Like I just thought <laughs> it, it's important. Yeah, it, it is. is important. And I really thank you for sharing that with our listeners. But when, yeah, I, I thought your mission was just more on, the body image and I knew you'd been through an eating disorder that's a massive part of it but it's also this background I was unaware I want to help people live a positive happy life because you can yeah like you know I was I lived the victim mentality for a long time I was very much like why me this has happened to me understandably Um, you know but yeah uh, and now I'm happy I am honestly happy and I can I can I'm so happy to hear that back on it all as an experience that has shaped me um but I want other people to understand yeah that there is there is life life and there's life after um tragedy or or um, trauma yeah and you had a lot of a lot of trauma and no doubt it was such a long and tough journey to get where you are like absolutely no doubt so I suppose so you did you did mention and what I had known about you is you did suffer with an eating disorder yes and you're just I think going to say how that influenced your background and with all this trauma influenced that would you be able to talk a little bit more about that yeah so um for me my eating disorder began and it wasn't about weight like it wasn't um I um it's about control you control, ha- having 100%. something you can control yourself is 100 percent I mm. um and I don't I don't say that I did have an eating disorder I still still say I do because yeah. um it's almost like um a drug addict or an alcoholic yeah, sure. you always are you know you're yes yeah. yeah so um 
although I might not be doing, the, you know, those habits, yeah. Um, yeah, I still say that it's always there. It's always in the back mm-hmm. of my mind because it was a coping mechanism for me. Well, I'm nearly 39 and I think my eating disorder wow. started when I was in my early 20s. So it's a long yeah, time right. to have. Yeah. yeah, but like you said, it was for to gain that control back, which I now understand I lost control from when I was little. Like yes. someone was controlling me yeah. and telling me what to do and forcing me to do things that I didn't want to do from two years old so you know like yeah yeah. it just and um I had developed anxiety which gave me very upset stomach um and I started to fear feeling sick so um I would either not eat um or if I had to go out whatever I'd eaten I would bring back up yeah so Um, it's your your only way of having any bit of control what you physically put into your body or what you didn't allow to you to put into your body through food exactly and then I started to enjoy that control yeah and um oh look at that number I'm 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 gonna make it this number yeah because I can I think I will yes I think there's a massive misconception out there that an eating disorder is all about wanting to look good and being skinny and it's the underlying cause most cases I would say like I'm just guessing here but most cases there's such a more deeper issue going on. It's a major mental illness. Yeah. It's a major mental illness and it needs professional help to recover from. Um, But, uh, you know, I'm also trying to um, reduce that people's idea of what an eating disorder is, is a stick figure. Yes. But it's not. There's a lot of overweight women. There's a lot of women that look super healthy and have an eating disorder, you know, or what our idea of super healthy is. Yeah. yeah, what what you see doesn't necessarily no. show what's going on inside someone's mind. Do you think, just as a little side um, segue here, because I know you do a lot on social media mm-hmm. and you're really great at bringing this forward to, and this opening this conversation yeah. to women out there and girls, do you feel that social media has has an influence on eating disorders or look? Yes, and um, yes and no. I think. It's not just social media, it's always been around. Yeah. Um, back in my day, there was no social media, but I tell you, there was magazines, there was TV commercials, yeah. there was actresses and, you Still know. Still the body always, comparison. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Um, now it's just more prevalent because it's in your face every day. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like I said, an eating disorder is a, a, a major mental illness, so I don't, I, yeah, I don't necessarily think that what people see on Instagram will make them have an eating disorder. But if they're already predisposed to it, if they're already, you know, it it might trigger them. Yeah. Yeah. More so what they see on Instagram or social media would trigger more of a comparison and feeling unworthy or shameful about their body as opposed to turning into an eating disorder. Yeah. And and, and wanting an unrealistic yeah, unrealistic. version of themselves. Because I have seen some of your posts. You did like an edited one. And and an unedited one and yeah I I don't really I do the filters on my photos but I don't have the editing app so it was just so interesting to see that and it's scary because if you just saw the after one if I just posted the after one no one would think I'd edited it even even but there was so much editing like my stretch marks were gone you really influenced me because I'm like wow like people go to that length to edit photos Mm -hmm. for a social media or they 
I've even heard of people getting up and doing their hair and makeup and everything just for a selfie. Yeah. And do you know there's, there's people that do their hair and makeup, then hop back into bed and then post, oh, just woke up. Like it's crazy. Isn't it, it is. It's, it's really such, scary. Social media has yeah. made everybody quite narcissistic and yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, and you have, yeah, three beautiful girls mm-hmm. at home to protect from this, I guess. Or do you feel that you have to protect them from their social media? Um, or My eldest daughter feels yeah. very pressured to look like she's the nearly 21-year-old. Yeah. Um, my 17-year-old's not really on social media. Yeah. Um, but my elder daughter, yeah, she does feel the pressure um, yeah. and she does edit her photos yeah. and she messages me quite often and says, I love that post, mum. Um, and she says to me, you're so beautiful, mum. Yes. Like, I love that you don't need to edit your photos. I said, you know, you don't either. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, no, but I can't. She goes, yeah. our generation, we can't. I said, well, what? yes, you can. Like, let's make a change together. Like, because yes. she's a beautiful girl. Yeah. Like, she doesn't need to be edited. None of us do anyway, no. regardless of how we look. But um, I said to her, maybe you could make her. Yeah. You know, but she's not there. She's not in that headspace not ready, yeah. but she actually said to me the other day I, I haven't posted on Instagram for for weeks mum I said oh why is that and she said because I just edit myself so much what's the point yeah right so that just that awakening yeah see what you're doing I think is touching well more than the one person you wanted to <laughs> I help hope so yeah I really I, yeah. yeah you can only hope hey like it's really hard um on social media you, can, you try and reach people um yeah. and that's that's all you can yeah can hope for yeah, yeah. Um, I did read, so after reaching out to you, I went and read a few more of your blogs and mm-hmm. you're an amazing writer, by the oh, way. Oh, thank you. Like, I love I it. I didn't yeah. realise that was such a big part of your life and I your used, journey. I used to um, write, um, I, I think I was in primary school and yeah. I wrote a novel. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know where it is now. It was terrible. Yeah, your but blogs. It was like, oh. But I love writing. It's really therapeutic for me. And they're yeah. so raw. They're so real. They're so vulnerable. And like like I said, when I messaged you after mm-hmm. reading, I'm like, you like brought tears to my eyes. Like yeah. it was full on. Your message was, was so beautiful. I was I just like, believe. oh, you're going to make me cry. But, <laughs> but no, I just appreciate you putting it out there in the world and we'll definitely put links up um and the show notes for this podcast to your blog page because yeah. it just yeah I think oh, it's amazing thank you for saying that that means so much for me because when I first started the blog I didn't know if anyone would read it and oh, um you know and, and, and again it. I just thought well, if one person reads it and it turns a light bulb on for them then that's all that matters so just yeah. you know I always call it opening up a vein onto paper because that's what it feels like like it's so yeah raw I just write and write and write what exactly what I'm thinking and then I'll go and fix the grammatical errors like I don't yeah. like to you know yeah no, yeah. it, it's just so beautiful. It's just it, you can really Thank see you. how authentic and real it is, and just brave. Like there's so many people, including myself, who have been through a lot of things, but aren't ready to to share in a way that you do. And you know and what? It, it's not for everyone. Like some, like you know, for me, it's therapeutic now to talk yeah. about it and help other women. But that doesn't mean that you know. It's like the yeah. Me Too movement. Yeah. How some women were like, well, no. I mean, I am hashtag Me Too, but I don't want to put that on it. Yeah, exactly. I don't, you know, yeah. you don't have to. Yeah, you don't be a yeah. sharer if you don't want to. But knowing yeah. that someone might silently be dealing with it, or yeah, and that's can what read that and, and realize they're not alone. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it's just amazing. But I did read in one of your blogs that someone had asked you the question. Mm-hmm. How do you love yourself after the weight gain? And yeah. What What did you say to this? Like, look, you the you have to love yourself before it. So yes. the process 
of healing from an eating disorder and recovering from an eating disorder is um, it's all in the mental health first. It's got nothing to do with the food. You yes. know, a lot of people say, why doesn't she just eat something? I used to get told all the time, go and eat a burger, have a oh, cake. Like, why are you so skinny? Yeah. Um, you look like a druggie, you know, all this sort oh. of stuff, which was, you know, you already yeah. feel worthless. And there's yeah. people saying these Drop lovely things to you. Yeah. Um, but you've got, yeah, I, I truly think that people need to go visit their GP, um, yeah. get the mental health yes. um, sorted. Yeah. 100%. Um, and um, then the rest comes. But... The point is that if you learn to love yourself before, you you will love yourself with the weight gain. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to pretend it's not hard. Like when, you know, for me, as I started to gain the weight, nothing fit anymore. Um, And my advice is go, get rid of it, throw it out. Who cares? I love that. Okay, so I read that on your post. Yeah. And that triggered me in a good way. But to be honest, I have been holding on to my genes from when I was 21. Why? And I do not know because I was determined to uh, fit in. Do you know they're probably not even in fashion anymore? (laughs) (laughs) No, right? They're so hot. They're probably like a bootleg. But it's the point. It's the waist. But, yeah, no, I was like – and I I keep forgetting, and time goes so quick, so this was my excuse. I forget that they were from when I was 21, but I was even, like – saying last week, I caught myself before I read your blog and I was saying to my husband and stuff, I go, oh, I've put on so much, I can't fit into these jeans. Like, well, when were they from? Like, when you were 21? And I went, ah, yeah. Yeah. And they actually were, or even younger, like 20 in uni. And I was like, and then I read your blog and it says, throw them away. Throw them away. Throw them away. And I'm like, go shopping, it's fun. Yeah. You know what? And the size. the size you are now. we don't even have a standardized sizing system in Australia. So a size 10 in um, Dotty yeah. will be a size eight in Bardo or you know yeah. wherever you shop. Um, That's another mental thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you're like I'm not buying those because I have to go up. Yeah, my size. I, I used to do that. Yeah, yep, I used to do that. I was like, oh, a size six wasn't small enough for me. I was really happy when they started bringing out um, size fours, yeah. which is for the younger girls, like yeah. the twelve year olds. But um, that was the control for me with the numbers. A yes. size was another number. Yeah, to control. Yeah. Um, and oh well, if I can fit into these, then. You know, yeah. high five, look at yeah. you go. Not that anyone sees the tag. No, and no yeah. one cares. <laughs> no like, one cares. Um, yeah. But now I don't care what size I wear. I just try yeah. them on, they're too small, next size. And if yeah. You've got to wear what's comfortable, what fits, what exactly. looks good. Um, but, yeah, just yeah. throw them away, go shopping, start again. It's fun. Yes. And don't hang on to things as, like, oh, these were my pre-baby jeans. I'm going to try and get back into those. Oh, no, so true, so true. You've, like, triggered me in so many ways because when I read that, I'm like, I am actually doing this to myself and it is putting me down. Like, it's I yeah, am it's doing crazy, this to it? myself and judging my body, like, it's like you, you you'll feel worthy if you fit into those jeans again. But you yeah. know what? You'd probably on. You'd probably be like, no, I don't even like them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just always like I don't own scales, but it's always you know chasing that number or that yeah. size, and we've just got to get out of that yeah. mentality and just yeah, like you said, go for the comfort and acceptance. It really yeah. comes down to acceptance. Massive one, yeah, yeah. So. I, we were talking just, as you mentioned, about the baby weight. So I know that my body has changed after having the twins. Mm-hmm. They are now seven years old. And I did say to myself, oh, I'm not going to be one of those mums that let kids be the excuse. But 
physically it is physically your body your the structure changes your hips yeah. you know you get that relaxed and you're tired and it's hard yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, the idea of going for a run is just like oh but also, just breastfed for three hours yeah. straight i've been up all night like you know it's but even years later as we mature our hormones change yeah so all the exercise i was doing back then i'm still doing similar stuff but it's just not making that impact i'm eating a lot better than i ever was But I feel, yeah, there's, like, a lot of different issues that, you know, are hormones and just becoming into your full womanness. Like, you're embodying that. Yeah, and I've got a lot of girlfriends over 40. I've got a couple who have gone through menopause. And um, they say, be prepared. It changes again when you go through menopause. Yeah. So one of them's always like, enjoy that flat tummy. Because once (laughs) menopause hits, I don't know why, but she said it just comes to the belly. So, And she said there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Um, yeah. you know, it's, it's, yeah, for me, um, my body, I was 17 when I had my first daughter. So I was a tiny little, you know, dancer body. Yeah. Um, and I put on 24 kilos. I was really sick with the pregnancy. Yeah. Um, so I slept a lot and I ate a mm. lot of peanut butter toast yeah. and um, <laughs> put on a lot of weight. And then I lost it really quickly after mm. I had her and I was absolutely covered in stretch marks all over my legs and my bum. And, um, yeah. and that was hard. I was still 17 yeah, and, of course. you yeah. know, it is hard, but at the same time, eh, she was here, she was alive. She was, you know, yeah. but yeah, it is hard and your body does change. And there's nothing you can do about it. Um, mm. And one thing I hate is the pre-baby thing. Um, people, there's some, and again on Instagram, there's the yeah. pressure like, oh, look at me before. Six weeks later, look how flat my belly is yeah. now. Do but, this, do that, yeah, and, and edit and, your photos. <laughs> yeah, and edit your yeah. photos and pose this way um, and get your pre-baby body back. You've, but if you've had a baby, there's no such thing as pre-baby anymore. You've, yeah, you'll never be pre-baby again because you've had a baby. Exactly. So don't you've birthed stru- a real post-baby human. Now. Yeah. Yes. Your body has done the most amazing thing. Your organs have been had pressure on them. You know everything. Yeah. Is, yeah no, just pre-baby doesn't exist you've anymore. Created a beautiful soul in this world, yeah. and yeah, that's a lot more important. Hundred percent. Six pack. That yeah. You may or may not yeah. get back. <laughs> Some people just can't get one. No. So <laughs> that's it. So. How do you practice self-love and self-care today? You are so good at empowering women to do that and Mm -hmm. advocate for a lot of self-love and self-care. How in your personal life do you do that day to day? Okay. I just, I actually recorded a vlog just recently on um, IGTV about Uh self-care and, um, you know, the saying, oh, you can't pour from an empty cup. Um, You've got to refill your cup. But what does that actually mean? I think a lot of people confuse self-care with, indulgent experiences so a massage a facial going and you know that's self-care but it's it's actually so much more than that of course Um, it's about having your needs met yeah you know sleep you know nutritious food so for me sometimes when Kalani was little it was to my husband Dwayne I'd say 10 minutes in this bubble bath please before she jumps in oh yes Uh yes I get that so that was my time to just close my eyes or um for me sleep's a big one um I love my sleep I need my sleep um and I can't function and I I don't do well mentally when I'm tired so um I'll say to my husband need a nap salvo so that's my self-care Um, trying to eat nutritious food, um, trying to be as strong and fit as I possibly can to help my body perform and do what it needs to do. Um, And, yeah, hanging out with my friends, taking that time. And, yes, it can be indulgent things like, you know, having a massage or – but, yeah, I think 
but you're just describing like living that inspired healthy life is is self-care you've got to an give back to your body look what yeah. it does for us every day yeah like this heart is beating right now we don't have to do anything it's just doing it for yeah. us and, and we, we need take to that look. for granted we do yeah we do we just expect that you know and i think for me having lost both my parents that's a big one for me is that tomorrow yeah could it could all end so you know you've got to give yourself the best fighting chance so yeah yeah so self-care is just the little things i think and yeah. um there's so much pressure on mums particularly to work and be a good mum and keep the house clean and cook the amazing instagram worthy yes. meals and you know what no no yeah <laughs> if we, the baby's asleep and you can yeah. sleep girl sleep that's <laughs> what i say to a lot of um, my clients like we wear so many hats these days like it's great for um women equality and we want that yeah but at the same time the the roles within the house have also been merged a lot more yeah and that's fine and that's great but we're also wearing so many hats which is causing that whole the you know a lot more anxiety a lot more stress and a lot more the hormonal issues the cortisol production yeah because we yeah we're trying to be the best and perfect at everything and instead of like you said bringing back to basics the self-care of nourishing the body through exercise sleep nutrition we're so busy trying to be perfect in yeah. our careers we're and so trying to do everything mom, and everything and there's this real thing of being busy you're not getting get a medal for this being busy like no one yeah. cares really yeah like we wear know, it like a badge of, of honor. honor but it's not it's doing yeah. us damage and it's you know and then if we're well rested and look after ourselves we are better parents we are yeah you know but it's also the saying of um a lot of women say it shamefully oh i'm just a mum yeah like the mum's the be like i'm job. a mum like yeah. i am a raising that the future generation yeah, yeah exactly it is yeah. the most important job in the world yeah um and it is really hard for women because it's not recognized as yeah. the best job in the That's world right. i i struggled with the the i am busy because i felt like i always had to be busy yeah. to prove my worth and again that just comes down to worthiness yeah and it's only really recent that i'm really starting to understand that and and not always having to be so busy yep. and justify And the art minute. of saying no. The art of saying no. That, that's, that's a big a one for me. One. <laughs> it yeah. is. That's what I'm working on at the moment, yeah. actually. Yeah, the art of saying no. So. And it's okay to say no, um, yes. you know, and it doesn't have to be in a nasty way. No. But you can just say, no, I, d- I don't think I can do that today or I don't, you know, and I'm not feeling it. And people respect it for you. Yeah, they do. And if yeah. they don't, if they're like, oh, okay, well, they're not yeah. the right people. No. That's okay. No. That's okay. People can come and go in your life. That's but, it. Yeah. I know if my friends say, oh, no, I'm too busy or doing this or have this on or I just need some time with my family, then I love that. I appreciate mm. their honesty. And I think yeah. good on you. And I'm always, yep, that's that's amazing. Thank you. We'll catch up another time or yeah. whatever. But, yeah. yeah, I understand it. So, Well, we had, um, we had a girl get together and I said, I'm sorry, girls, I'm going to have to pull the pin. I'm not coming. My husband needs me. He's got some time off work and I'm going to spend the time with him. Yeah. And um, they were fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. You've got such great family values as well. And I think mm. that a lot. Maybe does it stem obviously from your past? Uh, from oh, 100%. Yeah. We we're very much family, all birthdays and everything. We were surrounded by family, yeah. and um, yeah, I guess you never, never give up never. on your beautiful, yeah, yeah, on your family. So, and just an, uh, talking about family and mm-hmm. how, like where you came from, that really beautiful, supportive family which you now have created. Mm-hmm. But going back to another one of your blogs that you did when you did escape from the 
um, domestic violence. Yes. I did read that one, and yeah, seriously, it brought a tear to my eye. So it must have been so tough sharing that story in particular because I know you've only sh- you only shared that last month. Mm. Yeah, and I for myself, I was so sad for that young vulnerable Vanessa. I feel sad for her too. So sad for her, and I just yeah, just just shocked really. And I yeah, I had like I said, I had no idea that you had gone through that. Yeah. Um, because I thought we, I was reaching out just about like body confidence with you, so I had no idea. So when I did read about your experiences, I was even more shocked at how, just how you've grown from it. And so, yeah, why? I guess it, it, you said it took you a while to share that story. Mm-hmm. Out of all the stories, why did it? Why do you think it took you so long to share that? And why did you share that story? So it, it took me a while because I wanted to give it the time, like to, you know, the, not rush it. Um, and when I was writing it, it was it was too hard. Like it was bringing up things that I just, I wasn't ready to share yet. Um, I then through the process of writing it, had to revisit it, deal with it um, and, you know, go through my own therapeutic process of revisiting those horrible yeah. Because it was funny, well, not funny, but writing it, um, I'd forgotten things and they were coming back yes. up and I'm like, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, oh, my yes. goodness. You know, that that, when you journal things, yeah. yeah, get brought up. That yeah. I'd pushed down and forgotten. Suppressed. It's the same with the sexual abuse. I'm like, oh, oh wow, okay, well, why not? let's not revisit this. And I'm like, nope, you need to, that's okay. This is, this is yeah. a process. This is what we need to do. Um, what prompted me to really get it done and publish it was a um, – an influencer online, a big influencer with 600,000 followers Mm -hmm. had um, posted a vlog on their YouTube saying that women in these situations bring it on themselves, um, that um, they need to leave and do something with their lives. Um, Yeah. Awful, awful. And I was so mad because I was like, you've got all these young girls following you. Yeah. And you're saying something like that. And this is why we need women like yeah. you out there. We just, doing yeah, so doing. that made me so angry. And I was like, yeah. no, um, she didn't understand why women couldn't leave. Like, she said, I understand if you're scared, but I, if you can leave, why don't you? Why and did, it's just was like, she even vlogging on that? Oh, I don't know. She's, she was saying, yeah, I can't, I don't know. I just watched that little bit and then. Yeah. Mm. Um, but when I mentioned it in my Instagram post linking to my blog I didn't mention her name because I didn't want people to go and look at her and try and find it and her gain more notoriety because these are not the people I want to see on Instagram um it's a complete opposite of what we need um so that for me was like no I I need people like her to understand why we can't leave so um I may have had a supportive family I may have even left at times there were times that I did leave but I always went back there was the time which is mentioned in my blog that I did tell my parents what he was doing they took me straight to hospital um and a restraining order was taken out on him yeah we still went to the same school yeah 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 (laughs) um so there's some flaws in there so that was really hard um but um yeah but I kept going back to him because he was the only one that made me feel worthy made me yeah yeah. the core Um, underlying issues there's so many underlying issues and and he um he's he's got a uh what's the personality sociopathic personality so um yeah he knows what he's doing he's doing it on purpose so Mm -hmm. he yeah they know what they're doing and you 
they isolate you from your family, yeah. from your friends, and that's what happened to me, mm-hmm. um, obviously. Um, so I had you're no even friends. more vulnerable and... You've got no one else but got, them. Yeah. You literally have no one else but them. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, so that's that's why, and yeah, it's not just you don't have the money or you're too scared. Or sometimes you can, you can financially escape. Sometimes you're not you're not scared that they're going to kill you or anything like yeah. that. But you've stuck there for other reasons that you believe that because they also for me it was so much that if you weren't the way you were Vanessa I wouldn't do this to you. You know, yeah, you're like okay. oh, if I was just different, yeah, he would be different. Yeah. So you believe that you'll stay or if you've got children, you want to keep the family together. There's so many other reasons why women stay that is so much more than just being scared. Yes. Because there's women in non-physical abusive relationships, it might be sexual or um, emotional or mental, that stay. Yeah. Because, you know, there's so so many more reasons. But that was what prompted me to go, no, this needs to come out. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was, I think it definitely will land in the hands of the right people your story and I really believe that you being so vocal on it and just sharing your experience others that may be in um, the same experience or similar you will definitely be helping them well the the messages I received afterwards were they made me cry question Yeah, yeah they made me quite sad but at the same time happy because there was a lot of women talking about um how they had been in the same situation yeah. quite young as well yeah right Look, i just was always so young yeah i was 14 i think i was 14 the first time that he pushed me at school mm-hmm. um and then i stayed with him until i was um 19 yeah so, right that's yeah. yeah long time to yeah, be very long time abused. Yeah. yeah um but so many whether it was their boyfriends in high school so yeah. and I remember thinking when I was younger that it was just adults that did this to yeah. each other, not yeah. children. Yes, um, it's just such another issue that it is to, it to is. raise the awareness to, you know, look out for the younger yeah. girls in school. Because yeah, I was. Yeah, I suppose you don't really think of it happening in those schoolyard relationships. No, but obviously it's probably a lot more prevalent than we. Well, if there's a uh, if I mean if there's. Uh, a, a mental um, issue there with the, the man that's doing yeah. this or, um, you know, he's got a sociopathic personality or, or, or personality disorder, yeah. that's going to be starting to show in teen years. That's when, yes. the, you know, it starts yeah. to show. So it makes yeah. sense, doesn't it? It that does. That's when it starts. Yeah, it does. So. Yeah. And, mm. But now you have met a beautiful husband by yes. the sounds. Yes, and you, he's the most non-violent beautiful person man. ever. We yeah. don't even yell if we have a disagreement um yeah we don't yell we don't name call we don't do anything yeah that's that's lovely and we have our issues don't get me wrong like everybody else it's not perfect um but it's um yeah a lot healthier where did you guys meet so we met um (laughs) through one of his friends yeah and he brought Dwayne, my husband along and i brought my next door neighbor and we all went out together and that was it oh yeah well actually the second i saw his eyes over his friend's shoulders i was just like that's the man. That, oh my goodness, yeah. he's so good looking and beautiful, and yeah, yeah. and we've just been together ever since. Oh, he must be so proud of you. Um, yeah, yeah, he is. He just wrote me a message before, actually. He oh, always so says cute. lovely yeah. things. Yeah, oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just so so excited and so happy for you that through all those traumas through your past that you have just absolutely blossomed into the most amazing. Thank you. You're making me (laughs) tearing. Thank you so much. (laughs) 
So just, I suppose, to um, wrap it up, can you give us one thing that you want to share with women who may be listening today and feel that they may be suffering with that sort of body shaming or comparison, any negative thoughts about the way they look, their body weight? Um, Because you've already, I guess, shared a lot about being in a domestic violence relationship that's super personal yeah yeah it's a lot more than maybe a bit of advice but if you wanted to speak on that or on body image the one i think if if someone's in a domestic violent relationship now um i do have numbers on um, my blog and links to websites um as well the um white ribbon foundation website has amazing links for men as well so men who are abusive can go and get help as well so um yeah pop on those links i'm also happy for anyone to shoot me a message obviously i won't advise on on things that i'm not equipped to do but But share um, your knowledge and your experience and and help them link them to the numbers and the places to um to to do so safely um but also for women with body image issues i think we my only advice really is to focus on what your body can do for you not Mm. so much on how it looks and that's a massive one for me every time I catch myself focusing on something which is silly a bit of cellulite or whatever I just think what what if tomorrow I was in a car accident and I was a paraplegic yeah I would long for those cellulite legs like you know or if I had to be amputated or you would long for that that able body if you have an able healthy body You've yep. got to appreciate that and and look in the mirror every day. I do it naked. I look in the mirror. I move around. I dance yeah. a bit, and I say, "Yeah, Beautiful. look at you moving. Yeah. You're alive. You're healthy. You don't gratitude. have you don't have cancer. You don't have any yeah. major illnesses. You mm. can you, your body is able and you're alive. And that's just massive for me. And for me, fitness has been big. Yeah, on that. Um, and my obsession with numbers is now on the weights like how much more can i get oh, yeah. on the barbell now <laughs> yeah. as opposed to the on scale the scales. yeah that's good that's good yeah yeah because what kind of fitness do you do um so i started um crossfit a couple of years ago yeah um and now i do strength and conditioning training yeah. um which is an incident all-female environment yeah nice. and everyone's got completely different ability levels yeah. um complete beginners um yeah. all the way up to amazing competitive athletes and we all just encourage each other so much and no one cares what anyone looks like yeah beautiful you know beautiful community that's really supportive yeah Yeah. and everyone's just like yep you can do it you can do it and when you think you're gonna die we push ourselves even further and yeah so that's been massive for me so and that might not be for everybody but i think if you can find something um like i had a a girl tell me that um art for her is her therapy yeah Um, some people it's yoga some people it's yeah running um you find find your tribe find those people that are going to lift you up empower you support you and yeah i think that's a massive thing with self-love and the comparison and if if you are having a lot of issues with comparison because you're scrolling social media then like give yourself a limit like or get well, this, off it. this this is this i've got a massive thing on that the you're in control of your instagram yeah if you're scrolling unfollow. your feed and there's someone there that makes you feel like crap through, it might not even be their fault like they might not be yeah. intending to do so but who no. cares if they're triggering you 
delete. Yeah. That you don't have to worry about offending people by not, yeah. you know, and surround yourself with pages on your Instagram as well yeah. that inspire you to be better. Yeah. Um, and it's a thing too that people are afraid to be friends with or hang out with people who they view as better than them, either more successful or, um, you know, healthier or whatever. But they're the people you should be hanging yeah. around with because they'll inspire you to be exactly. a better you. Exactly, yeah. Um, and you become who you surround yourself with. Yeah. So I did a big clean out a couple of years ago because I was hanging out with some girls who they were really quite bitchy and I just kept telling myself, well, I'm not like that, so that's fine. Yeah. But before you know it, you're joining in on the conversation. And it's draining. And it's like, whoa, hang on, this is not who I am. So, yeah, yeah. and it's not, yeah, negativity breeds, but so does positivity. So, yeah, yeah. surround yourself with the, the right people, 100%. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. yeah. Take, I think a massive take home, yet yeah, around yourself with the right people. And if, and that's on social media too, hey? Yeah, like, on social media, yeah. 100%. And if, if you, I think you know in the bottom of your heart, you know if you're surrounding yourself with the yeah. right people and you know if you're not. And that first step is to declutter, yeah. declutter all those people and yeah. get raw and get real and but follow Vanessa because oh, yes, she is please. amazing. That would be lovely. <laughs> she, she's a very um, positive influencer. And Trying to be, yeah. yeah. So yeah. what is your Instagram? Um, at Gold Coast Musings with an underscore. Yeah, at Gold Coast yeah. Musings. Yeah, which Musings is thoughts. A lot of people yeah. are like, what does Musings mean? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, Gold Coast Musings, and I thought maybe actress, modelly, like, the muse, no, you know? So. I've been so tempted to change it because they're so, yeah, because people think it's muse, but I'm like, no, it's Musings, like thoughts and, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. But it gets, yeah, a little yeah. bit lost, I think. So, so that's <laughs> at Gold Coast underscore Musings. Yeah. And your website, so people can go and read your blogs yep so it's um just goldcoastmusings.com goldcoastmusings.com and do you have a facebook page um i do which is the same gold Gold coast Coast musings Musings. um on facebook which i've just sort of started so i want to start um doing some live discussions on there as well beautiful um just really yeah i'd love to talk to people more interact with people more yeah it's nice for that yeah Yeah. it is nice like it's all well and good to share a picture or whatever that's what i've been trying to do the vlogs on igtv yeah just so it's more not just a static picture because it's really hard to get across what yeah. you want to get across just with the large captions so it is that i think that's half the reason i started this podcast is because i love talking to oh people my God, i could talk forever i with love you. connecting yeah but um yeah so i'm not don't have the patience i suppose to to write the blogs and all yeah. that but i love love talking and even yeah. with my nursing like i used to love seeing patients and talking to them but when it comes to the note writing and all that documentation oh. i was like oh god can't handle this. Oh, you'd be such an amazing nurse then because oh, so many talk, patients want to, yeah, yeah, but, want to be spoken with. And, but just not the, the records. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, yeah, so, no, I think that's half the reason. And I wanted to also bring out these kind of conversations, these really raw conversations, as well as bridge the gap between conventional medicine, natural medicine, Ayurveda. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, podcast is about health, wellness and soul vibes and yeah love i think it. you really ooze all of that oh good so, i'm glad thank, thank you for you. having me no thank you so much for coming and um yeah if there's is there anything else you wanted to let our listeners know before we go no i think i covered everything plus more than i intended to so, <laughs> well, <thank you laughs> a, so bit, a bit came out there but um, um yeah i guess I think it's important for people to know that um i i went through a lot you yeah. know i haven't just you know 
being happy, this yeah, happy, Gold positive Coast person. Music. Yeah, Here happy, positive. Yeah. Nora was quite in a negative space yeah. and a real victim. So I really do want people to understand that as well, that it's just, it's not always been like this. It's taken and work and they can, they can get there too. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they can reach out to you. A hundred percent. Yeah. I'm always happy to hear from people. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And do you have any projects or anything you're working on at the moment? Um, uh, I've got something that someone has reached out to me that they want to do together. Yeah. Um, and I've got a speaking event um, on the Gold Coast with um, yeah. Mamas in Business Networking event, um, which is a really small, intimate group of women. Um, but I've been invited to speak on self-care and oh, self-love so nice. there. Yeah. Yeah. And just to help and how that can help women yeah. in business as well, release some blockages to help yeah. them get ahead. Yeah. Um, so that's good. I've got a couple of, couple of ideas as well going yeah. on, but um, watch yeah. Watch this space. Yeah. Watch this space. Yeah. We'll see. I would love to actually tee up with you, maybe bring a workshop to some oh, people. That would be like, amazing. Yeah, Cause yeah. I'm yeah, doing a lot with workshops and retreats. That's sort of yes. where I'm going with all my, business so I do I actually do have a retreat coming up on September the 8th um that is with my friend Elise and that's all about body reset so resetting your body for spring um so I've only got four tickets left if you did want to come to that retreat you can get a ticket yeah it's gonna be beautiful yeah well that would be good we could yeah to collab together on something like that and um yeah do a self-love and body positive sort of yeah yeah for women who just aren't aren't feeling it yeah. And hopefully they would walk away from that retreat just loving, loving themselves it. sick. Absolutely. Yeah. So watch this space for mine and Vanessa's yes, retreat. That sounds good. We, yeah, next year we might bring something epic yes. to the Gold Coast. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and, and start writing notes now. Yeah. <laughs> and in the meantime, if you want to come to my other retreat, you can get a ticket at harmonyinspiredyoga.com. But thank you so much for listening, and we hope that this has been helpful in some way to you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Are you curious about Ayurveda or have you been called to learn more about Ayurveda? If so, I would love to offer you these teachings in my intro to Ayurveda, Lifestyle Medicine for the Mind, Body, Soul online course. Ayurveda translates to the science of life and longevity. Its teachings hold ancient wisdom and secrets of how to live a long, healthy and vibrant life. Ayurveda has been around for 5,000 plus years. It's been tried and tested for centuries, yet has only become more popularized in the modern Western world in recent times as the true healing benefits of Ayurveda are being discovered by many in the West. Its relevance and power is needed now more than ever. Applying Ayurvedic principles and practices to your mind, body, soul can help you heal your gut and gut-related symptoms such as bloating, gas, indigestion, constipation or loose stools. It can help assist with hormonal balance and total body balance. It helps mitigate stress and anxiety, clear skin, helps to achieve a healthy body weight and maintain it, helps you feel deeply connected to your mind, body, soul, increase and sustain energy, increase peace of mind and support and boost your metabolism. This course will give you an introduction into the art of Ayurvedic lifestyle medicine 
so that you can apply Ayurveda to your life and become your own healer and health guru. You will discover and understand yourself on a deeper level. In this course, you will learn the history of Ayurveda, Ayurvedic Dhinacharya, Ayurvedic nutrition, Ayurvedic psychology. You'll also discover your own unique constitution, your dosha. You will be given practical tips on how to apply the art of Ayurveda to your modern day lifestyle and how to simplify health to get the most out of your life. So if you would like to sign up to this seven module course, please head over to my website, www.harmonyinspiredhealth.com.au. Namaste.